Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 156 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa. It's my favorite coffee, and oh boy, after the long weekend I had, I really needed it come Tuesday morning. I know you're thinking Monday morning? No, Tuesday morning. It was Labor Day weekend. I didn't work on Monday. But man, Tuesday I was dragging, so I I got me some Couchtown Coffee, and away I went. I drink it every morning, actually. It's my favorite coffee. I've been talking about it for, uh, well, about two plus years now. They've been on the episodes here Uh, Pretty much every episode for like 100 plus episodes, and there's a reason for that. It's my favorite coffee. It's roasted right here in Iowa. The roaster is a musician himself. Everything about it is is just my favorite. It tastes delicious. It's roasted, made to order. It's shipped to your house. You want to try it? Go to CouchtownCoffee.com. Find a coffee you like, make an order, and they'll ship it directly to your house. What's cooler than that? They'll give you 20% off. You just have to let them know Audible Farm sent you. So when you make an order, say, hey, I heard about you on Audible Farm. Can I get a discount? Boom, discount granted. All I have to say about that is Couchtown Coffee, thank you very much. This week, I'm sitting down alone. I didn't get a guest in this week. It was a busy weekend playing music. And boy, oh boy, was it ever. Uh, I talk about that in the upcoming episode. I talk about some other stuff in the upcoming episode as well. It's a really short episode, maybe about a half an hour. Um, I just kind of talk about the rock and picnic and doing that, playing some shows with Jesse Wilson over the weekend, seeing a bunch of buddies show up at jam night and uh, some newer faces. Even though they're not new faces in the music scene, they came to jam night and just ripped it up. It was tons of fun to, to have buddies show up at jam nights and play and you know, one of my buddies from out of town even showed up at Jam Night, came all the way up from Des Moines. So listen to the episode. We'll talk about that one in there as well. And uh, I don't have too much to talk about in the intro because I didn't have too much to talk about in the episode. But uh, if you guys are looking for something to do after this episode, maybe scroll back through and find an old episode or uh, or just kind of let me know who you think I should have on the podcast. Leave me a comment or something somewhere and I'll, I'll check it out. I'm always looking for new guests. So uh Hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's a solo episode. Uh, It's episode 156. It's the Audible Farm Podcast. With your host, Peter Stockdale. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh... I don't have any guests this week, unfortunately. Uh, I've got a couple people I'm trying to line up episodes with. But, you know, it's uh, Labor Day weekend was this last weekend. Everyone's real busy with gigs. I know I was. Uh, the Rock and Picnic was this last weekend. I, I just know that this is a, kind of a busy time of year. People are kind of going on vacations and coming back. And, and kids are going to school. And everybody's kind of figuring out their lives again here as we kind of wind down the summer, I guess you could say. So, uh, yeah, no guests this week, unfortunately, um, but I, I do want to sit down and talk to some people here. Um, it, you guys, I guess, would be the people, but um, this last weekend was the Rock and Picnic. The Rock and Picnic uh, happens every year, Labor Day weekend in Humboldt. It's uh, my hometown. It's where I'm from, and I, I love the show. I've been going there for about five or six years now, and uh, this was their 13th year, and this last year... Uh, I got to see some awesome acts play there, and I also got to play as well. I played along this year with Jesse Wilson of Jesse Wilson Music, 
and you know i play a lot of shows around with him uh in the area or maybe you don't know maybe you this is your first episode you're listening to for some reason but yeah i do listen to a lot of jesse wilson gigs and it's it's some of my favorite stuff to you know just sit down and play live music i I, i'm bummed that i have to play so many shows that i can't go see my buddies play but at the same time i i guess i wouldn't trade it for anything in the world i never really thought um i'd be doing things like this you know like uh scott kirkhart had mentioned to me um you know going to play shows and i I mean i've I've spun this past him a few times where it's just like you go play shows and you can't go see your buddies play but playing shows is so fun and once you're up there and you're playing it's just uh everything just kind of disappears and and it's it's just so much fun you know and and I was talking to Chris Carr at a jam night recently, and he was just like, you're kind of becoming a musician, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, I guess I, I guess I kind of am, you know? I mean, playing shows with Jesse, still playing with Three Finger Betty, um, picking up random, like, little bits of gigs here and there with other people, and it's it's just tons of fun. Um, I notice that when I, like, I'm having rough days and then I go play music, I just completely forget about everything. And uh, it, it just kind of like just makes it all non-existent anymore. All those problems just kind of melt away or whatever. And it's pretty fun, I guess. You know, um, playing music is it's it's just awesome. And seeing your friends play music is awesome. And, and just being around a community of people who are like-minded in that sense is has been really helpful to me. You know, as as far as like staying positive and and enjoying you know my day-to-day everything. I recently got a a new job and I'm trying to like figure out my life and work balance. So, uh, you know, that maybe that's also contributing to the fact of why there's no guest this week, you know, playing three shows a week and, and starting up a new job and all that other stuff. So I'm still trying to get everything kind of worked out, et cetera. But, uh, you know, as far as the podcast is going, I guess the podcast must go on, even if it's just me sitting here talking about music. Or uh, you know things that I've I've done musically or, or spinning ideas past you guys, but uh, yeah, I mean last week's episode was great. Scott Dahl stopped by. We talked rock and picnic. I I showed up there early and watched all the bands. Like I said, I got to play along there, but I had to jet early, unfortunately, uh, from the rock and picnic. So I, I went and played a, a private party. I was playing at a wedding reception, and uh, that was tons of fun. I was unsure what to think of you know going to play a wedding reception, but. It actually turned out really, really well. Um, uh, the previous night, which would have been, uh, let's see here, Labor Day weekend. So it would have been Saturday. Uh, I played a private party as well with Jesse Wilson. We went with a full band, and it's it's tons of fun playing with a full band. Uh, you know, nothing against just playing, you know, the duo shows or anything. But, you know, a full band is just such a fun fun thing to play with, you know, and you can kind of bounce things off of each other and everybody. We all just have a, such a good time up there. and. You know, it's an eclectic group of people that we've, you know, Jesse's kind of assembled around him to play music with him. And, you know, if, if somebody can't make it, we'll we'll do without or we'll just add somebody else. But, you know, the band that we have going here with the Jesse Wilson Music Project is is pretty awesome. And, you know, he's he's working real hard. He's still trying to record new music. He's, he's laying down uh, new ideas and getting the scratch tracks ready so he can, uh, you know, re-record parts and lay down the, the final cuts of things. You know, I've been helping him out with, uh, keeping his studio organized and his computer running at top speed or whatever, you know, not that I'm a computer guru or anything, but, you know, I've been helping him, you know, kind of get used to doing that as well as he's, I've kind of showed him how to start editing videos. So he kind of 
learned a little bit of what I taught him and then he just went with it. So he's been doing a lot of that stuff and I've been showing him how to do some of that stuff here and there. And, you know, he just, he's, he's grinding, he's working real, real hard. And it's, it's really good for him, you know, to sit down and see all the shows that he's had booked this year, you know, cause I've played most of them with him, but he still played a fair amount of shows that I couldn't even be there. You know, whether or not I had another booking or he decided to play solo gig or if he just wanted to bring Owen with him, you know, and hats off once again to Owen, little Owen, he's a, uh, you know, an absolute phenom uh on the base you know and just such a great person uh i actually it's funny because every now and then i'll be like hey can you give me a ride uh home after the gig or to the gig and it's just like yeah i'll give you a ride you know and it's just so much fun to sit down and talk with somebody you know especially somebody younger and it's kind of also like humbling to realize that i'm i'm getting older so it's just kind of fun to see you know everyone around us we're all different ages we all come from different backgrounds and different areas and we all have our own different things going on. So it's, I mean, I'm sure it's like that with most bands, but still it's just kind of funny. Cause I, I feel like we have somebody in every decade in our band almost. Um, I haven't really sat down to confirm that with everybody, but I, I'm just assuming there's somebody from just about every decade in our band, which is pretty wild, honestly. Uh, if you sit down and think about it, you know, um, and you know, I don't know. I just think it's really funny to sit down and talk with those guys and, and Owen's a hoot and Cole's a He's just so fun to sit down and talk with, you know, I, I always just like slide in snide remarks to him, you know, here and there. It's just like, oh yeah, well we really messed that one up, didn't we? You know, or just something like that. Or, you know, uh, we'll go to the ending of a song and I see he's like getting ready to hit like the downbeat at the end and I'll just do like a kick or something, you know, just for fun, you know? So we always just kind of goof off and have fun like that with one another. So, uh, I'm looking for more band gigs with those guys. That's, that's been tons of fun. Like I said, I, um, before that, I didn't really ever play with a full band. I played with, uh, Three Finger Betty, and that's, like, a completely different monster all in, of itself, which, uh, the Three Finger Betty camp, I know that we have recorded some stuff, and we're working on getting it mixed and mastered, but it's, you know, it's just a slow process, and we, we used a small studio, so it's taking a little bit longer, because the small studio actually does a lot of work, so... We're kind of just waiting it out on that one, and uh, hopefully everything we recorded when we did uh, works out well. Otherwise, you know, I don't think we'll have to end up doing any re-recording, and if we do, uh, we'll just cross that bridge when it comes to it. But hopefully, um, I guess I have the rough estimate that, like, it's just going to take about a year to get everything finalized for most of that stuff. So I would look for that album sometime next year, maybe spring, maybe summer. Um, if it comes out earlier then cool, but I, I guess I just, I just, just kind of what I assume is how long it's going to take. Um, that's not me double checking with anybody either. I don't know. For all I know, it could be done in like two months and we could have a new EP out. But you know, uh, other than that, you know, three finger Betty is still playing shows. We do play about one show a month or so in Des Moines, sometimes more often. We've played a few shows out of Des Moines this year, which is also pretty cool, you know, to be able to go to Omaha and play shows and things like that. And you know, so I'm pretty happy the way three th- the things with the Three Finger Betty Camp are going. It, they're not as busy as when I first started uh, playing with them. Because I think the first year I played with Three Finger Betty, we played, if I'm not mistaken, it was like 38 shows or something the first year. Which, wow, uh, you know, that's that's pretty freaking wild. If you ask, you know, think about it for like a punk band playing shows on a local circuit. I mean, you could see maybe like some cover bands and things like that pulling like 38 shows a year um, without batting an eye at it. But it was pretty wild to have like, you know, a a rock slash punk band that's like playing 30 some, 40 some shows a year almost, you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, playing some more shows with Three Finger Betty, too. I know that um, we've got some 
changes in the lineup as of the last year and uh you know we're kind of everybody's kind of been doing different things uh people are like going back to school and changing jobs and and doing life stuff in the band too as you know as it is because this is just a hobby to everyone so everyone's still chugging away at life and we're just picking up those gigs as we can get them and going to the ones we can and and hopefully you guys can make it out to a show i do know a lot of people up in northern iowa talk to me about how they wish they could go to a three finger betty show and we've played a few shows up north but you know it comes back down to what i mentioned earlier where a lot of them are my peers in the music you know scene so that they're already out playing shows if we're ever up near here you know in the fort dodge humboldt you know anywhere in northern iowa area to play a show it's it's just the way it goes and it's unfortunate but it's you know it's just the life of the musician you can't always you know watch your buddies play music um there might be one caveat to that uh which would be the barnum jam night which is something that i'm so fond of um i'm not i'm not so fond of it that i make the funny posts like owen makes online owen has been making some pretty awesome posts about the jam night and how he's bringing marmalade and all this other stuff and uh, you know he's just making jam jokes the whole night he's hilarious um but yeah i do love going to jam nights uh I've been going almost every night for like three years or something like that, or two years. Uh, It's just a bunch of random people go up on stage. Usually a singer-songwriter will kind of just be like, here's the chords and just go along with it. And everyone just kind of follows their way through a song, whether or not they know it. And that's also pretty entertaining in and of itself to know that people out there can actually do that. And uh, I never thought in a million years I'd be able to do things like that, but that's pretty much what I do now. And that's mind just mind-blowing to me i can't i can't believe that i'm able to do that and that's something um when i was growing up i was watching people do it's like how do you even do that that doesn't even make sense to me you know and and i'm finally to a place where i can actually play along with people um pretty well you know well enough to the point where jesse ended up bringing me along to some shows with him to the point where now i'm playing quite a few shows with jesse you know so uh, you know, even so much so that like, uh, Clint Riedel hosts the jam nights in Barnum at the junkyard on Tuesday nights at seven till question mark. And, uh, yeah, Clint hosts him and I've even played a few shows with Clint. So, you know, hats off to Clint for bringing me along on a few shows. I know that he's been kind of trying to branch some things out as far as what he's got going on. So, uh, you know, check in a jam night sometime if you guys are looking to branch out and meet some new people uh i do know people from the des moines area have actually come up to the jam night before in the past and i mean there's people from as far away as um like emmitsburg and there's quite a few people from the fort dodge and and the surrounding towns uh around barnum there which if i guess if you don't know where barnum is it's it's near fort dodge so it's in northern iowa but like i said i do know people have made the jaunt up from des moines and we're always real hospitable towards people you know when they come in uh chris chris anderson chris with a k and anderson with an a (laughs) i'm a smile on that one um he showed up at a jam night and we just gave him the floor for the most part we played along with him we let him do solo stuff we kind of just enjoyed what he had and what he brought and let him play almost as much as he wanted pretty much until he was just like all right i'm gonna take a break (laughs) you know and we finally like you know hopped back up there and played along to some other stuff but you know, he's found a little niche up here. He's he's played a few gigs up in the Northern Iowa area because he came to the jam night and made such good friends with everybody. And, you know, I think that that might serve a few people pretty well, you know, if they want to swing up to a jam night. If you play some leads, come on up and play some leads. If you're a singer-songwriter, come on up and sing a couple tunes. Um, I know my buddy from 
uh, Three Finger Betty Clint Blumker, the drummer, uh, Clint Wheelman, as a matter of fact, that's that's his name. Um, but yeah, Clint Wheelman drove up from Des Moines to go to the jam night last this last Tuesday, just a couple days ago, and uh, yeah, he jammed along with people, and that was tons of fun too to to see him. I don't know if it's like out of his element, but he, you know, I I've only ever seen him play like metal and rock and blues and, and things like that but you know to go up there and just be like okay can you play along with this guy playing an acoustic guitar or whatever you know so it's like it's kind of fun to watch him just go out there and, and stretch his arms out a little bit and do some things that i that i don't normally see him do so i think that's another thing that's really great about jam night is the fact that that's that kind of forced me to do the same thing you know i show up there and it's like we're playing what song and how does it go and on the fly you just got to like figure out what's going on and kind of slide stuff in where it fits and uh recall from your memory your muscle memory and and brain memory like what's gonna sound good where and you kind of just start dropping bits in and, and hoping it works you know and so, yeah, it was just really fun to have, you know, another one of my buddies from a different music scene show up into another music scene that I, I frequent and and jam along with us all, you know, because I, I, I originally spent a lot of time down in the Des Moines music scene, and then I finally started going to jam nights and things like that and talking to people up here. Some of it was because of the podcast, but um, other parts of it was because I was just looking for something else to do. And so I started going to jam nights up here uh, in northern Iowa and meeting people up around the areas up here. And, you know, I, I just think it was such a great growing experience. And it's it's fun to see that he's, you know, kind of bridged the gap just like I did, where it's like, you know, he's known more in the Des Moines scene, even though he has played shows up here. Um, I know his Clint Wheelman's brother had a, a cover band called Last in Line. Uh, I know they possibly still do have one to some extent. They just don't play too many shows anymore. But they played a lot of shows around the area, and um, they would play like '80s and '90s, you know, rock covers and things like that. So it was some stuff that was right up my alley as far as music I enjoyed. So that was you know fun to see him coming back up to the area and playing along and meeting some new faces and get some people you know to to meet him and see what he can do on the drums and you know just. Hats off to everyone that showed up at jam night. You know, it was it started out kind of as a slow night. There was only a few people there, and then all of a sudden, before you know it, everyone was there. Um, Jeremy Ober and Ron Lee King were there, and and Owens there, and and my buddy Clint was there, and Clint Riedel was there, and I was there, and and Emily Johnson and Fernando was there, and I mean, there's people that haven't even been on the podcast um, that were there. You know, I mentioned maybe mentioned a couple of them actually, but. Um, uh, it was really fun to see Ronley. I, I didn't, I haven't seen him too much cause he's so busy all the time, but it was so fun to just see him come out to a jam night and literally just cut loose and play whatever came to mind and just kind of dink around. Cause the stuff that Ronley thinks up off of his head, like, like right off the top of his head is like better than anything I could like craft and hone as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, you know, it was humbling to show up to jam night and just be like, I'm the only one here who plays leads. And then it like almost like in no time at all just like a snap of the fingers turned into i'm the least talented person in the building now <laughs> you know <laughs> even though you know whether or not that's true i don't know but still it's just it's just wild to see all those people come in and it's just like good lord there's some heavy hitters in here just just to come in here and play for fun too you know and that's something else that just blows my mind is how much how much everybody out there just like loves music to the point where they'll come out and play for fun which i'm not sure if that ever actually like crosses my mind I mean, it's not like it's an obligation, like, I, oh, man, it's Tuesday, I gotta go to jam night, but 
it's always just something I, it's just something I kind of like worked into my schedule and kept going to and I really I guess I you know really enjoy it because I just keep going all the time and it's I think it's like I said at the beginning you know at the beginning of this episode it just kind of everything just kind of goes away and you know if you're in a bad mood everything just kind of mellows out and you don't even it's like you don't even it's like time stands still and and all your emotions just kind of disappear I don't know if it has something to do with the music being that awesome or just concentrating that hard on something else but um yeah playing shows is awesome going to jam nights is awesome it kind of blows me away playing with people like owen um whether it's at jam night or not but like sometimes we'll just like trade off solos and things like that and uh i do recall i mean it's not it's not like this is story time or anything but i do recall playing a show with jesse uh jesse wilson and owen was playing bass with us and cole was there as well but uh we were playing something and I, I played part of it solo and I like hung the last part of like a phrase off. I just like kind of just stopped, you know, um, and I, I just kind of like left it there for somebody else to pick it up if they wanted to. And then it came back around and I was just like, all right, I'll play a couple more notes here and then I'll just leave the other part hanging and then Owen, like, it only took me doing that twice, and Owen figured out, like, oh, there's all this open space back here. I'm going to start playing some bass stuff. So we started trading solos off, which was tons of fun. Uh, <laughs> and it's just so funny to know, like, how good he is, because he's like, I'm trying to copy everything you do. And it's just like, well, I mean, it's going to sound different because you're on a bass, but leave it to Owen to pretty much copy everything I was doing. Um, and then on top of that, like, we're playing the next part of the song, going into the verse or the chorus again or something like that and i'm just tagging the ends of the verses or the ends of the the choruses or you know like in the spaces in between the words and things and i i started to like listen out the one side of my ear I'm like man everything i'm playing it's getting repeated and then owen was like literally just repeating all of the stuff i was doing like there was a delay pedal and an octave pedal just dropping everything i was doing an octave you know so uh you know owen just makes it makes it fun you know and i i laugh so hard you know just playing music with those guys and i don't uh, like i said i don't know if it's oh i love music that much or just they're funny guys or what it is but i just have a hoot with them like uh, every single one of them you know, and uh, hats off to Jesse for making a, a fun environment for us to hang out and, and play, you know, and, and hats off to Clint Riedel for hosting a jam night at the junkyard on Tuesdays at seven in Barnum, Iowa. I've had a lot of people hit me up saying, I can't figure out where this jam night you're always talking about is. And I mention at least once every episode, I think that it's uh, at the junkyard in Barnum uh, from seven to 11 on Tuesday nights. Um, I mean, I'm just shy of like having the address in here. And I mean, like, I'm going to say the name so many times in this episode that I feel like, uh, Ashton who runs the junkyard is going to owe me for advertising, you know, like I just want to like get one of those sound buttons. that's just like the junkyard in Barnum, Iowa, you know, or Tuesday nights, you know, or something like, you know, just punch that in. It's almost like the new world order, new world order. Um, speaking of which, yeah, the, the new shirts I got in, uh, I've been selling a pile of the new shirts. Uh, I, I, I got a small shipment in originally. They all sold out in like six days. I got another shipment in and, uh, it's, it's a little bit bigger than the first one, but not much. And they're, they're close to being sold out. I've had people say, how come you don't have bigger sizes? Well, here's the deal. I did have some bigger sizes, but most of them sold out just the way it works. And then I special ordered some big sizes for people that, you know, wanted to uh, make a pre-order of sorts. And I'm always like kind of weirded out. It's like, well, don't pay me the money until, you know, I have the shirt at least in my hands because I'd hate to take someone's money and pay them back for it, you know. But 
but uh yeah i do have some some larger shirts that i ha- I do have set aside for other people and uh if you do want bigger shirts and i'm sorry i might not have larger sizes with the new designs that i have which i'm wearing one right now for everybody watching on the video version uh yeah but i'm wearing one of those right now but i'm sorry i might not have bigger sizes for most of those i think i might have like one larger size of one variety left um and you don't ever know maybe by the time this episode comes out it might even be sold uh but yeah i've I've sold out of most of the blue shirts that i have once again and uh the black and white ones are running low which is weird because i sold more red ones the first time around they were like sold out within a you know about two days almost so it's just kind of weird how the supply and demand goes for like t-shirts and things like that too uh i definitely feel the pain of uh having to drag shirts everywhere you know um I remember once asking Jeremy Ober, how come he doesn't sell merch? Because he could probably sell a lot of merch, you know, and he's just like, I'm tired. I don't want to drag it around. And it's like, well, it makes sense. You know, at first I was like, psh, 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 psh. but, you know, I get it. I totally get it. Um, hauling the extra boxes sucks. It does, you know, and having to order new sizes and everyone, you know, wanting a different size or you should make it this color instead. And yeah, it's tough. I, I get it. Um, but, you know, I do have shirts, and they're available, and they're probably going to sell out soonish, I would assume. Uh, they're, they're selling quite a bit faster uh, than the original Audible Farm shirts that I got in. Uh, although I have sold quite a few of the originals. Um, I, I guess if you combine all of the designs that I have in the new, the new run of shirts that I have, um, I've still sold more original than all those combined. So... Hats off to anyone that's ever bought a shirt. I see them out and about. Um, I've even had people ask me about them when I'm like wearing one. They're like, what are these shirts about? I see everyone wearing them. And I'm like, what? You see everyone wearing them? And that's really kind of wild. I do see them popping up in pictures and places online here and there. Um, You know, Scott Kirkhart, I think I saw him wearing one at at a show somewhere recently. You know, so hats off to him. It's just kind of crazy to know that everyone's out there, you know, wearing, wearing, the gear for the podcast, you know, and, and all I ever do here is just sit down and talk to musicians. And unfortunately, all I'm doing right now is talking by myself to, to nobody. And hopefully you're all listening and you're still just as enamored as ever that I'm still here talking. Um, but yeah, I guess like, I really don't have too much to say. I think I'm going to wrap this up and make it a short ish episode, but I just got to say thanks to everyone that helped, you know, make the rock and picnic happen again. Uh, this was my third time playing it in a matter of five or six years. And, uh, every time I've played with like a different variety of, of music and bands and things like that. So I got to say hats off to those guys working hard, uh, guys and gals. And, uh, you know, I wished I could have stuck around and watched more of it. Unfortunately, I could not. Um, I had to go to another show, but you know, that's once again, thanks to Jesse for booking so many shows and and taking the bookings and inviting me with, you know, uh, you know, that's, that's special. That's something that's really awesome. You know, he doesn't have to invite me with if he doesn't want to. Honestly, Jesse could like bring somebody who's like three weeks into learning how to play the bagpipe and it would sound good. So like, it's, I mean, it's pretty awesome that he decides to bring me along with him. So, uh, hats off Jesse for doing that. I appreciate that quite a bit, man. And, uh, you know, I also got to say thanks to, you know, the junkyard for doing the jam nights and Clint Riedel for hosting them, you know, being there every week and, and giving pl- people a place to come and play music and, and have fun doing it, you know, and it's, 
And I mean, nothing's off limits there. We've played rock, we've played blues, we've played country, we've played folk, we've played Americana. There's jazz and funky jams going on every now and then, just instrumental jams. So swing by, there's something for everybody, I swear. Um, you can bring your own guitar or, you know, maybe borrow one if there's another one there and somebody's willing to loan it to you or or maybe swing out and bring your own trumpet or whatever, you know. it's uh, It's pretty much go, you know, all systems go when you show up there the only thing that's really there i think is like a microphone and um a drum set and like a a pa so like i guess if you're gonna sing you don't have to like bring a pa and if you're gonna play drums you don't have to like walk in carrying all your drums with you there is a drum set there so um ashton you owe me for advertising your jam night so much on this episode no i'm just kidding (laughs) i will take one free hamburger please thank you uh, yeah, and also if you haven't been to the junkyard, they got some pretty good food there. It's a nice little atmosphere. It's a bar and grill type place. So uh, swing on out to the junkyard. Uh, I don't really have anything to do with it. I don't run it or anything. I just I'm just enjoy it. So stop up there, you know. And it's, it's the same as most things on this podcast. I don't really have a whole lot to do with most anything on, you know, I talk with people. Uh, I just find that either find the music entertaining or, or find the people entertaining or their stories are intriguing in some way, or I feel like everyone should know about them, you know, um, whether it be, uh, the reforge initiative, I, I did paint a guitar for them this year, but I don't have anything to do with the reforge initiative. I just think it's a cool thing, you know, and it's no different than broken strings that Scott Kirkhart's running. Um, I don't have anything to do with it. I helped out with the organization. I donated my time to it, but I'm not running it, you know, so I just think it's such a cool thing that people are doing that, you know, and it's no different than things like the rock and picnic and the jam nights and everything else. I just, it's, uh, it's just nice people doing nice things for other people, you know, just trying to, to go out there and and enjoy their hobbies in some fashion or another and give back if they can. So, uh, hats off to everybody that's given back in some way or another, whether they've donated their time, energy or money. Uh, thank you guys. And thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Maybe that, you know, I guess that's what my thing is, is the podcast. I'm giving the podcast away for the most part, you know, so hats off to everybody that listens every week. You know, I try to get an episode out every week, but it doesn't always work. And, um, well, I guess let's hope I can get a guest in for next week. If nothing else, I'll just do a repeat guest. I had, I had so many new people on the line. My messages are just like rammed full of people and I've, been trying my best to contact everyone i've been doing a pretty good job of it lately i know there's two messages that i've left hanging um unread unfortunately so I, if you guys are listening to this and you're like he hasn't read mine well that's that's those are the two i'm sorry uh but you know like i said it's busy last couple of weeks i've been trying to schedule stuff out and people have uh, made dates and canceled them and made dates and and missed them and the worst part about that was i was supposed to be on somebody else's podcast recently and i missed the date I had set up with them too. So I, I mean, even I'm busy and I felt really bad missing that podcast episode. Cause I do come on here and, and, and talk about how sometimes I schedule them out and they don't really happen sometimes, but this is all just based on everyone's free time, which is, you know, if you have free time, do whatever you want. You know, it's a, uh, people have crazy lives. If you're working all the time and playing music all the time, then your free time is your free time. I get it, you know, so, but I still did feel bad for missing out on that episode. I was supposed to do on another podcast, but, uh, if that does come out, if it does come out, uh, hopefully I can get it rescheduled and I will share it around and let everyone know. Cause, uh, you know, networking out with other musicians and their podcasts and things like that is also important. 
And, uh, you know, just networking in general is important. That's one of the reasons I started the podcast. So if you listen to this episode and for some reason this is the first episode you listen to and for some reason you're still listening, uh, you know, go back through some of the older episodes. Find some of the ones with guests. Uh, like 98% of the episodes have guests. And those are, the, those are the great ones to listen to. Listen to the guests. Get to know them. Hit them up. Watch them live. Uh, come to jam nights, go to their shows, say hi, introduce yourself, uh, network as musicians. It helps out quite a bit. It works really well. Uh, I, I do know that the, the Northern Iowa area, you can like put a dot on Fort Dodge and go about 40 or 50 miles around it. And most of us know each other, you know, um, it's just the way it is. We all go to each other's shows. We all support as much as possible, you know, while still trying to have a, a good life balance. So, you know, hats off to all those guys. And, uh, you know, if it weren't for the podcast and a few people helping push and point me in the right directions, I wouldn't have known who to talk to either. So, uh, yeah, just go out to shows, say hi to people, listen to the old episodes. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for this, this week. It's about a half an hour long and that's probably about 15 minutes too many for me to sit here and talk alone when I don't have anything to talk about. So, uh, thanks guys. I'll see you in the outro. And here it is. It's the outro. Uh, so uh, yeah, what did you think of that episode? It was a solo episode. I've done quite a few of those lately, and uh, that's not why I started the podcast, believe it or not. I started the podcast to be guest-driven. I'm always looking for new guests. I will repeat guests if I need to. I'm trying my best not to, but I'm also kind of getting tired of doing solo episodes. So if you want to be on the podcast, hit me up. If you're good at keeping your schedules, hit me up. I promise you, if you make a if you make an appointment with me to do a podcast, I'll, I'll keep it. I've only ever had to cancel a couple, and... Uh, you know, I'm really pretty good about keeping them. I did, like I said in the episode, I did bail out on one. I overslept when my time slot was to be on another podcast, and I felt like absolute crap for doing it. So I uh, apologize to them for that. I don't know. I think they listened to this episode. I think both of them do. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Uh, hopefully we can reschedule and, and we'll get shout outs taken care of and, and network our, our groups together here and, and let everybody know that, you know, I exist and you exist and we'll get some fun stuff put out there here hopefully so uh you know maybe a future episode I might end up like that one I might end up doing a traded episode where we might just like record together and then both of us just release it as an episode I'm still debating on it I don't know but uh yeah if you guys are looking to be on a podcast episode if you want to be on another podcast episode you've already been on the episode you know like I was on episode 22 I want to be on again okay yeah bring it on I don't even know who it was episode 22 someone scroll back and look through that and uh call in if you know i'm just kidding this isn't live this is all pre-recorded so don't call in um <laughs> but yeah if you're looking to support the podcast you can do so uh by buying t-shirts you can do the i don't have hoodies anymore i i should get some more in the weather's starting to get cool the new t-shirt styles i've sold most of them they're almost all gone so uh, if you're looking for some i still do have just about one in just about every size except for the blue one um, yeah, the blue ones sold out pretty fast this time around. I'm not sure why, but they did. So hats off to anyone that's bought a shirt. If you want to support non-monetarily, the easiest way to do that is what you're doing right now. Just listen to the podcast. If you really want to help out, uh, leave a comment or subscribe or share or, or just talk to somebody about it. Word of mouth, you know, it's, uh, it doesn't cost anything to, to tell someone about the podcast. So if, if you like the podcast, uh, just let somebody know or, or comment on an episode so I know you listen to it or something like that. Leave us a review. That's another fun one. Leave us reviews. I like reading the reviews. 
uh, you know, there's there's different places to leave reviews. I don't, you know, doesn't matter where you listen. I think almost every single app has a review process that you can that you can pop in there, give it four stars or five stars or or one star or whatever you think. So leave your reviews for me, and uh, yeah, I guess I'll just catch you next week. Cause I really don't have too much to talk about this week. Um, yeah, especially not in the outro because I think I wasted it all in the episode itself. So yeah. Check out the online shop if you're looking to buy some Audible Farm merch. If not, uh, you can always just listen to the episodes for free. They're free all the time. If you're looking for the video versions, they're on Patreon. They cost a dollar a month. But once again, if you don't want to pay a dollar a month, yeah, well, the episodes are free. So you can just listen to them anytime you want, anywhere you want, and uh, take them with you. So thank you guys for listening. I will catch you next week. Peace. Peace.